0: Cuánto tiempo va a pasar para que pueda mejorar Todos somos victorias Tus hijos ya son sicarios Muérdete la lengua que hay 30 muertos en Veracruz Es todo un placer y orgullo Saber que el turno es tuyo Que quizás mañana ya no llegues vivo a tu casa México Y se siembre con tus manos la hierba al sonoro rugir del cañón. Y se siembre con tus manos la hierba al sonoro rugir del cañón.
1: CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal, this is Free City Radio. We started the program today with a couple tracks from the Mexican Institute of Sound. Today on the program we are going to be focused on the case of a non-status person who was recently um, taken by Canadian Border Service Agency, as, as it's called, CBSA, Lucy Granados, uh, who is a Montreal community organizer, who's been involved in uh, campaigns for uh, migrant justice uh, on the part of um, uh, her community, uh, working with both the Immigrant Workers Center but also. Um, with uh, Solidarity Across Borders, uh, who have launched a campaign in support of Lucy Granados, uh, who's currently in detention. There's a member of Solidarity Across Borders here in studio, Bill V, uh, who's been very involved in organizing this Solidarity campaign with Lucy. Good day, Bill. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. So, um, I guess just just as a, as a starting point. Um, could you just give us a bit of a picture about what, what's happened to Lucy and a, a bit about who she is?
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. So, uh, Lucy is a non-status woman uh, who's been living in Montreal for nine years. Uh, she came to Canada after her husband died in uh, in Guatemala. Uh, so, she was receiving uh, uh, threats from the Maras, a criminal gang there. Uh, and when her husband died, she didn't know how she was going to take care of her three kids. Uh, so she thought, well, maybe if I, if I go north, I'll be able to earn enough money to send back to them. Uh, and, uh, and that's what she did. Um, wow, that's a huge decision. Wow. Yeah, really difficult decision and also a really dangerous uh, journey for her. She traveled by herself. Uh, she took uh, a really infamous train line that goes through Mexico to get into the United States. Uh, uh, lots of migrants uh, die on that train line every year making the same trip. Um, and finally made it all the way here. And, uh, by the end of 2012, uh, her, her refugee claim had been refused. She'd kind of exhausted her legal options. Uh, but, uh, to be able to care for her kids to do what was necessary, she decided to stay without status. Uh, and so that was her reality for years living in Montreal. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, so just, uh, Just last fall, she put in an application uh, for permanent residency to try to regularize her status. And uh, so she put that in last fall. There's a bit of a backlog. It takes them a while to start processing it. In January, Immigration Canada started processing that. They let uh, CBSA, who are the border police who carry out deportations, let them know that they'd received this application, that they'd started to process it. Um, uh, About a week later... Uh, Lucy's lawyer gets a call from a, a CBSA agent, and this agent says to, to her that uh, Immigration Canada will not consider her uh, re- her application for permanent residency unless she presents herself to be arrested. So this is kind of a wow. problematic for, for two big reasons. Yeah. Well, one, because uh, we have documents that prove that that threat just wasn't true, that they'd actually, immigration had already started processing it the week before, Uh, so it was a lie. Wow. Um, and the other thing that's disturbing is that if it, if it wasn't alive, it was true, it would have actually been illegal because the law says very clearly that they have to consider applications. They have to give That's, a response yeah. okay. and they're not allowed to attach preconditions to it. Like you have to present yourself to be arrested. Of course, if she had presented herself to be arrested, she would have been immediately detained and probably deported. Uh, there's very little chance that, uh, she would have gotten a response on her application before being deported. So it was basically CBSA was trying to set this trap for her And it seems that they actually did it with the very clear intention of trying to stop her from going through the legal process to regularize. Uh, So that's really disturbing.
1: Wow. Wow. Um, So this entire time, uh, there's been obviously like a a big effort to find legal ways for Lucy Granados to have her status in Canada, but also um, to continue this process of supporting her family. I'm sure that you've spent time with Lucy. I'm I'm wondering um if if you could share a bit about um of what Lucy has has told people directly involved in the support campaign like yourself. Um, Well, right now, Lucy's actually in detention, I believe, at at, at the at the Laval, the immigration, quote unquote, detention center, or Mm. I think it's called the Immigration Prevention Center.
2: Immigration Prevention Center is its official name. That's Uh, right.
1: Yeah. Outside of Montreal. Uh, How how has it been like Lucy's been been talking with some of you? I know there's been some health Mm. crises. Um, Yeah. uh, What has she been sharing with you?
2: Uh, well, it's very difficult for her right now, uh, and uh, uh, a lot of really intense stress. So uh, when when she was arrested, so uh, uh, basically after she she didn't present herself as as they were demanding with that threat yes. that I mentioned, uh, a few weeks later, they come to her apartment uh, in the wee hours of the morning, and uh, basically they, they come in, they really violently arrest her. Uh, they violently twisted her arm behind her. She said she heard a pop in her shoulder. Uh, and, uh, I went to go visit her later that same day in the detention center. And, uh, I could see how swollen her arm was. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I could see it was almost twice the size of her other arm and they hadn't given her ice or anything to put on it. Um, so there, there's all of that stress of going through that very traumatic and very unnecessary violence. Like she's a middle-aged woman. There were four CBSA guards. She was alone in her apartment. Uh, there's just, in my mind, there's no way to possibly justify so that. So these amount are of force.
1: guards from the Canadian government. So the yeah, Canadian exactly. border services agency. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Essentially the, the police force that, uh, enforces deportations. Um, so, uh,
1: so she was injured in this process.
2: Yeah. Injured badly. Um, and then uh, of course, on top of that, the psychological stress of, uh, uh, of facing the deportation of not knowing how she's going to be able to, to, to take care of her, her children. Um, so a few days, uh, uh, actually the day before she was originally scheduled to be deported, uh, they took her from the detention center down to the, uh, immigration offices downtown, uh, to do some processing for the deportation while she was there. She had a health crisis. She, uh, she blacked out and from there she was, uh, uh she was taken to hospital, uh, so that's the only reason the deportation date her uh, first deportation date. The only reason they didn't deport her is because they couldn't, she was in the hospital. Uh, they just wow. couldn't physically put her on a plane. Um,
1: so since, this was a health crisis with, within the um, the immigration building uh, yeah, while she was, she while was she was in custody in, in custody. Okay.
2: That's right. Uh, and then, and since then she's had another hospital visit uh, when, uh, at the detention center in Laval, uh, uh, she nearly passed out. She had elevated blood pressure. Um, so she was taken to the hospital again. Um, and, uh, and also she's had to take a few trips to the, uh, the infirmary within, uh, the detention center itself. Um, but uh, basically we have a lot of concerns about the, the care that she's receiving. That's, uh, personally, we don't have a lot of faith in the, uh, uh, the, the immigration doctors. And it seems to us kind of clear that they're basically just trying to clean their hands of it. They just want to, you know, they basically, they've got their own guy in there. Who's going to say, yeah, she's fine.
1: Uh, there's no health concerns here. We can put her on a plane. Don't worry about it. So this is the, the medical official, uh, within the immigration detention jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So um, these health crises are going on. Lucy's story uh, has circulated now on, on a lot of different networks and through the media. Um, I just wanted to maybe draw a bit of attention to the fact that Lucy has been also involved in uh, a group with, w- within the city. I, I believe it's called the Non-Status um, Women's Committee. Yeah, um, the non-status and, yeah. women's collective. Yeah, collective. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and so she's been working with others to try to raise awareness about the the struggles of non-status women um, in the city. Uh, her own story, but also many others. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I I think that's actually a big part of why we're seeing we're seeing this huge community outpouring of support for Lucy. And I think a big part of this too is. Is, is because of this, because of, well, for one thing, the, the connections that she personally has made uh, through, her, through her organizing and her community work. Yeah. Um, and also because, uh, and I, I know this is a, mo- a big motivation for her in her work, that uh, she knows that she's not the only one in that situation. And I think even people who've never met Lucy before, yeah. when they hear her story and they see her situation, they understand that she's not the only woman in that situation, uh, that there's thousands and thousands of, of women in that same situation in Canada. Uh, and, uh, and also we have to wonder, well, we can see the, the, the injustice that she's facing right now. And we also have to ask ourselves, well, how many other people have gone through the same thing and we just haven't heard about it to the same extent?
1: We're in studio with uh, Bill V, who is an organizer uh, with Solidarity Across Borders, uh, who have launched a, a very urgent campaign in support of Lucy Granados. The website is solidarityacrossborders.org. The hashtag is Let Lucy Stay. And this is the uh, campaign to support Lucy Granados, who's currently in government detention. Please visit the website SolidarityCrossBorders.org for more information. Uh, Also check out the Immigrant Workers Centre, where she was involved. We're going to take a short musical break. This is Free City Radio on CKUT 90.3 FM.
3: mi mi condena, mi destino, para burlar la
1: ley. This is Free City Radio on CKT 90.3 FM. Uh, we're in studio with Bill V from Solidarity Cross Borders. We're talking about Lucy Granados, uh, who is currently in detention in Montreal facing deportation a community campaign has been launched to support her struggle to uh, remain uh, here in the city let lucy stay is the hashtag so um, I guess just uh, so we make sure to mention it there's an action going on right now
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Right now, there's an action uh, called Mothers for Lucy. It's a a sit-in that's happening in front of the immigration and and, uh, CBSA offices downtown at uh, 1010 St. Antoine Mm -hmm. uh, in downtown Montreal. And uh, basically, it was an action that was started by uh, uh, migrant mothers, uh, some of whom had also, like Lucy, had the experience of being separated from their children because of immigration policies. Uh, and basically these women understanding that pain and that difficulty and, uh, and through that wine to show their solidarity. Uh, and so they came up with the idea of doing a sit in. Uh, so they're going to be sitting there in front of the, uh, the offices of immigration Canada, uh, from now every day until the date of her deportation, uh, until, until she's released.
1: Well, wow. so you've uh, you and others from Solidarity Cross Borders and the Immigrant Workers Center have, have had the chance to visit Lucy and to to see how she's doing since she's been detained. Um, could you give us a bit of a picture as to what's happened with her and and how she seems? I mean, she's obviously in touch with you in. In regards to this campaign that's happening publicly, let Lucy stay is the hashtag, but also you've had a chance to, to talk with her. I ran into a bunch of you on the Metro a few nights ago after you were mm-hmm. visiting her at the hospital, I think.
2: Yeah, we, try, we tried to visit her at the hospital, but uh, uh, the the CBSA, the border police actually wouldn't let us. They uh,
1: were in the hospital too.
2: Yeah, they uh, uh, they were with her the whole time, wouldn't let her receive any visits or make any phone calls. Um, but, uh, since she's been returned to the detention center, we've been able to, uh, continue to visit her there. But, uh, I mean, yeah, basically she's in rough shape. Like it's uh, a really bad situation. We're really concerned for her health. Uh, it's really clear that, uh, detention is not good for her health. Um, the, it seems like immigration is trying to dismiss her, uh, uh, her health concerns as uh, as being purely psychological mm-hmm. um, which uh, even if it's the case then the the thing that she needs is to not be under such stressful conditions uh, it's clear that uh, uh, but of course we still have concerns that uh, perhaps there could be an underlying condition uh, that sure. could be much more serious because she basically just hasn't received the proper care to rule those things out um, but in both instances one thing is certain which is that Uh, the conditions of detention are not good for her health. She should be released immediately.
1: Okay, so this uh, campaign, Let Lucy Stay, obviously is demanding for Lucy to be released um, and to be given status here in Canada. Um, Lucy's been living and working in Montreal for many years now, right? Yeah, that's
2: right. Um, and, And because she's without status, that means that the work that she's doing is under the table it means that it's uh it's you know the most difficult the lowest paid uh the most precarious work that exists in our society um and that's the that motivated her around one of the other big aspects of of her organizing which is her involvement in uh atap which is the french acronym for the uh uh, the temporary agency uh uh, association of, of workers um and so uh basically motivated by the similar spirit of uh, as her involvement in the non status women's collective, yeah. which is understanding that other people are facing these same things uh and uh and also that uh I think a lot of people in our society actually just don't understand those realities don't realize that those kind of things happen um so uh and I think that's uh uh, it's a major part of the story of who Lucy is and why she finds herself in this situation. Not just that she's a, a mother and a migrant, but also that she's a worker. That, uh, that we, To actually understand Lucy's situation, we need to look at, well, what are the role of, of uh, non-status workers in our society, in our economy? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes a long way towards explaining why there are as many non-status people as there are. Uh, I mean, because the truth is, if they were to deport all the non-status people, you know, in the blink of an eye tomorrow, uh, the economy would collapse because they're the ones doing all of the jobs that nobody else is willing to do. Uh, Often for less than minimum wage, often in terrible working conditions. Uh, If non-status women are facing sexual harassment or things like that in the workplace, they have no recourse whatsoever. They can't. uh, There's nobody they can go to. Um, so just the most vulnerable uh, uh, workers. And so it's it's really inspiring to see the strength of people like Lucy who face all of that and yet also stand up and, and organize with others and say, no, we won't accept this. that Who insist that, no, we're human beings and, and there's no reason we shouldn't have the same rights as everybody else.
1: Um, so of the last maybe point to address um, the show's coming to a close is the fact that this is taking place in the context of a liberal government that really promotes itself globally, actually, as supporting the rights of refugees and migrants. Um, uh, Lucy, as you've mentioned at the beginning of the show, is a refugee from Guatemala and um, took a very, very infamous uh, route through Mexico and then the United States, a train line specifically where many people have lost their lives. Uh, It's famous. There's quite a few films about it. Um, uh, What's your comments about the response from the liberal government and how have they responded to this public campaign that has taken place? The hashtag again is let Lucy stay.
2: Well, unfortunately, they haven't responded publicly at all. Um, so we've seen we've seen this incredible outpouring of support uh, at a community level at a grassroots level that basically you know just regular people and the residents of montreal in specific are outraged because uh, lucy is our friend our neighbor a part of our community Um, and unfortunately we haven't seen that translate into action uh, on the part of the government now of course the the minister both uh uh, immigration Minister Hassan and Public Safety Minister Goodale both have the power to stop the deportation at any point if they want to They both have discretionary power yeah. if they decide then it happens at that moment um, so they can do that at any time mm-hmm. uh, We know that they've they've ha- we've been pushing this for uh, for well over a week now they 've got the file so Uh, This is a big thing. If if people go to our website, uh, solidarityacrossborders.org, you'll find all the contacts for these ministers if you can get in touch with them because we're seeing all the the support for Lucy and we need to make sure that the ministers see it too so that they understand that we won't accept losing Lucy.
1: Lucy Granados, the campaign is Let Lucy Stay. Um, Bill V, thank you so much for joining us on Free City Radio today.
2: Thanks so much for having
1: me. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Um, So please visit SolidarityCrossBorders.org. There's a lot of graphics and media up there. There's a sit-in going on uh, every morning from 9 till in the evening, 5 Uh, p.m. 8.30 till 4.30. Sorry. 8.30, excuse me. Go ahead, Bill.
2: 8.30 until 4.30 every weekday until Lucy is released.
1: Okay. Um, So do check that out. And that's at the 1010 St. Antoine or Complex Fevereux. Uh, No, it's at Uh, 1010 St. Antoine, which is the offices of Immigration and CBSA. Great. Um, This has been Free City Radio on CKT 90.3 FM in Montreal. Um, Yeah, Let Lucy Stay is the hashtag. Uh, Do check it out and figure out ways you can support if you can. Um, And um, do stay tuned to CKT People Powered Radio at 90.3 FM. The uh, XX Files is coming up next.